there's there's a lot of threads you can pull on here the the fact that the concession the oil concession was negotiated by a, a very sclerotic and unpopular Qajar dynasty that was unpopular in part because they used to sell off big pieces of the country for, you know, uh, money to fund trips overseas. This was the kind of thing they did. You can talk about the tobacco protest, the Reuter concession mm-hmm. in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you you emerged from the Qajars in 1921, not because of any domestic movement, but because Britain decides the Qajars are too weak to stand up to the Soviets or the proto-Soviets. They wouldn't become the Soviet Union for another year. Uh, and so they overthrow the Qajars and they put the they install the Pahlavi dynasty, Reza Shah, uh, who is then removed by the, the British again or by the British and the Soviets uh, in 1941 because they don't think he's tough enough on on uh, the Axis. Uh, you know, he, he's a crypto Nazi, I guess. But there's a lot of just kind of foreign domination of the Iranian people and foreign interventions that the oil concession, I think, or the oil, the state of the oil industry becomes a, a totem for this kind of stuff. But can you talk about how specifically oil fits into that picture? Yeah, totally. I mean, something we we strive for with this book is to cover all of these angles, right? This isn't just a story of Cold War geopolitics. This isn't just a story of oil imperialism or private capital. It's also a story about the emergence of modern Iran and Iran's journey, its struggle against foreign domination, but also its internal struggle with its own political future, with the nature of Iran's political order, whether it's, you know, whether it embraces constitutionalism, a form of democracy, or whether it veers back towards authoritarianism, autocracy. That's one of the key sort of themes or struggles of the book. Uh, but to, to pick up on uh, what you were laying down, Derek, yeah, so when the, the concession, when the Darcy concession is signed in 1901, it is. It's signed by the Qajar Shah uh, with a British industrialist. And the Qajars had ruled Iran since the uh, late 18th century. And the Qajars, they get a bad rap in uh, literature, in historical memory. They're regarded as corrupt, uh, you know, much more concerned with their own luxury. Uh, as you mentioned, they sold off parts of the Iranian economy to pay for lavish trips Nasir ad-Din Shah had a, a, an interest in photography. He took hundreds of photos of himself and of others throughout his long reign. Uh, and there seemed to be an, an air of decadence around the Qajar dynasty. But, you know, there's been some more recent, just to touch on it quickly, there's been more recent scholarship to say, like, the Qajars, they tried to reform the state. They tried to embrace modernization. They failed very often in part because they had a weak hold over internal factional politics. There was always pushback from the clergy, from the Shia clerics, there was pushback from other sort of interest groups within Qajar society. And the new-